Am I a spitter? Am I spitting on the... Is that what's causing a lot of the issue? Welcome in to another episode of the BBB podcast. Uh, it is July 12th. It is a hot summer day. Mm. Joining me in for his debut episode is mm. a good friend of mine. Maybe not good, but yeah, that's um, a stretch. Um, his name is Adam Grafcheck. Uh, he's a wild one. Uh, how you doing, my friend? Good. Thanks, Joe. That uh, was him clapping for himself. Okay, so. <laughs> Mike's might be a little uh, staticky here, so bear with us, folks. We tried uh, our our damnedest. Mm-hmm. I would say a lot of rubbing going on in this room. Yes. So There's some uh, a lot of static energy. Elect- it's it's uh, just it, the it's, electricity in the air is yes yes yes. Okay, so let's get into um, our first topic of the day, and it's this supposed Tiger versus Phil matchup. Mm-hmm. For 10 mil on the line. What's your uh, initial thoughts about this whole deal? 10 mil is not enough, first and foremost. I think what we talked about this a couple days ago, right? Just scratching the surface. And we had brought up, well, it, is it their own money? Answer is, the answer is maybe. We don't know. Is there any of their skin in the game? I doubt it. We think it's sponsor money, you know, advertising cash. So why not make it even fucking more, right? So, 10 mil to these guys is what? What are they on the money list? So no, I, I think um, I think that it's not enough. 10 mil, sure, to the average guy is great. But these, I mean, Tiger and Phil are, they're probably pulling that in in a six-month period of time. My whole deal is, and I this is, we also talk about talked about this off air. I think it should have come out of their own pocket. Like mm-hmm. To me, this is only interesting if, they both put 10 mil on the line mm-hmm. and somebody loses. Sure. Sure. I want them to feel the pain, right? You know, Phil, he, he got a, he got a free pass from that, that, that bookie, right? A couple years ago. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's scraping to get back. You know, he lost some sponsorships. What did he lose? Ford dropped him, you know, a while back. You know, so he's he's hurting he's hurting for a little cash, but you know what? In the grand scheme of things, these guys are going to see this money in no time flat. I, what I do like about the event is that it's pairing up the two big name golfers of the last decade. Um, the excitement with Tiger, he's rounding into form, whether you believe it or not, and I, I don't think anybody saw maybe his consistency coming over the last six months to a year after after his layoff. And so he's back in the spotlight 100%. We're talking about him not if he'll win a major again, but when. So why not strike while the iron's hot? You know, the intrigue is there. Let's get the buzz of Phil and Tiger back without the minutiae. We don't need... We don't need the white noise like the static is on our mics right now. <laughs> I don't need I don't need Tommy Two Glove Ganey getting in the middle of these guys playing. Let's just see the stalwarts go after it. And whether or not it's you know cash out of their pocket, sponsored money, I think it's good for I think it's good for the interested fan. 
you know, the good versus evil is back. Um, where do you think they're going to play this? When? Or where? where? What, uh, what course? Um, well, I know Tiger lives in Jupiter, Florida. Um, I don't know where – does Phil still live in Arizona? He may live in the Scottsdale area. I mean, that's he went to school at ASU. So I think he also has a house at the Greenbrier. He does. He's in a sporting club. But he played there last week, right? I mean, the only reason he's playing there is because the Greenbrier gave him, like, a plot of land, a beautiful home. You saw the commercials. I saw the commercials. Yeah. When we came to the rolling hills of West Virginia, I was surprised. That was – he wasn't surprised. I mean, the Greenbrier is beautiful if you've never been. It's, it's gorgeous. But I, I, don't think, I don't think they cater – they got to play a big-name course, right? You know, somebody's coming in like, how awesome would it be to have them go play the most recent like major tournament course? Like, what if they went back to Shinnecock Hills? Yeah. Like, what if they went back to Augusta? I see, and i I gotta imagine Augusta would be the one that they're looking to play at because I think it would draw the most attention. Well, sure. Yeah, the prestige is there. I mean, you, you're not so. These guys are they're they're game to play. Where I, that's TBD, obviously. Would they? Is it a mutual course? You know, do they have five or six that they pull from? Like, when are they going to do it? Also, like, what are they going to do it at the end of the season? Like, all right, British Opens what two weeks? Um, PGA's what in August? And then they're they're into the tour championship, yep. so the FedEx Cup, right? So yep. like, are those guys gonna break away? Sure, they're selected with the tournaments already, and they've they've earned that right. But yeah, I mean, if they're gonna play, not to mention the Ryder Cups this year, isn't it? Yep. yep. So Tiger's not playing in the Ryder Cup, if I remember right, but he is like a captain. I'm. I'm pretty sure he's a captain, but either way, he will be playing. You think so? Oh, definitely. Well, he's got to make like the top 10 or something, right? In points or... I thought there's there's a ranking system for them to get in, and there's like two captain's choices, right? So it takes like the top eight U.S. players, and then there's like two captain's choices. And he will almost certainly be one. He's, he's a player, coach, manager? Yes. Nice. And moneymaker. Well, sure. So, yeah, I don't know when they – because when they decide to do it, that that tells me courses of availability, right? That's true. So you're not going to play anything above the Mason-Dixon line. What, September, late September is the Ryder Cup? And where is it? It's in Europe this year? So I don't know when they're going to work it into the schedule. Is it going to be at the first of the year, like instead of the, the Hyundai like champions – tournament that they do at the start of the year in Hawaii or wherever it is. Maybe they just, they go. It's at the Albatross course of Le Golf National in saint quentin et Velon. Oh, yeah. France. Oh, I didn't know if that was an Eastern Bloc country, the way you're pronouncing it. But Yeah, that French wasn't very good. No, it wasn't. Anyways, who, do you, who would you take? Uh, I would take Tiger. I'd take Tiger nine out of ten times. See, and I, you know, people who don't watch golf that that much, I think they forget to understand that golf is an entirely different game when you're playing in a tournament versus just 1v1. Oh, totally. Because that's why the Ryder Cup is so intriguing. 
And I like all the match play stuff too, because one V one you're watching what the guy just hit in front of you. And you're thinking to yourself, I just need to hit a better shot than that. Mm -hmm. No, it's, it's definitely more, more pressure on, on each shot. Yeah. It makes it, it makes it that much more entertaining. Again, these guys are in the heat of the battle on each hole. It doesn't matter what your world ranking is. You know, it doesn't matter. It's how you can control the moment and know that this other guy's staring you down. So I think it's going to be an awesome. And apparently they've historically done these kind of events in the past with big name players. Not most, not in the most recent years, but in generations ago, they, they would hold these these type of events. And so it's nice to see that them getting back to it, right? I agree. Well, and I like the WGC stuff. You know, I like those match plays for sure. But yeah, it's a totally different, it's a totally different atmosphere. The other question I have is, is there going to be crowds? You know, are they selling tickets to these things or is this just well, like Well, and this is, you know, we also talked about this off air. This is a big deal because I think how, you know, I'm what I am worried about is if we only have two golfers, right? It's not like it's a giant tournament, giant field. You're going to have coverage all day long. It's two guys playing a round of golf. Mm -hmm. the, I, I just get, I'm worried that the sponsorship is just going to be ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's going to be ads all over the place. There's sure. gonna, it's It could get kind of, frankly, frustrating. So that's why I really hope that it just came out of those guys' pockets. Sure, sure. Because then that would take, you know, the sponsors need to just shove advertising everywhere and have at, like, you know, commercials every two minutes. Mm -hmm. But uh, I mean, yeah, cause it's we're, the break in the action is never really there. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm sorry. It's always there. Yeah. And yeah, these, these, they're going to get their, they're going to get their 30 seconds every time. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's another good point, right? So like in golf, right. You see a guy hit a shot, it takes him 10 minutes just to get to the ball. Sure. To do his read yeah. and get so the right like, club you know, and, you know, adjust himself. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you know, you could, and then normally in normal tournaments, they just switch to another golfer sure. hitting another shot. But yeah. Like in this case, it's just going to be. Well, and that's, and you know, that would be awesome if they, if all they did live stream, like mics on these guys, or at least, you know, so that we can hear the conversation. And I would almost prefer it not to be on a national televised network but almost like a pay-per-view event, right? So like I'm saying I would rather interesting pay like 50 bucks and know that I've got I'm just going to watch these guys for 4 hours than have okay, I'm to your point, you know, Purina coming in with doggy chow. <laughs> and like then I got to see Phil talk about the Greenbrier and then Tiger's talking about Ponderosa. Yeah, yeah exactly. So like, like the last thing I want is to sit there, you know, sit Take an afternoon, watch four hours, sure. and it's mostly just yeah. I mean, I'm, a minute I'm, of shots and then dude, 10, 10 minutes of ads. I would love to see. Did Phil get he got rid of Bones, didn't he? The caddy, his caddy. I believe so. Yeah. So like, you know, one of the like the most underutilized entertainment values in golf is the player caddy relationship and how it unfolds in the four hour round. In good and bad shots, right? So there is so much that we don't see and don't hear that if you're an, if you're a golfer, you're 
you mean like you wonder what they some of the interact and and some some of that stuff does get broadcasted right i think kevin Na bringing up his greenbrier win yeah and yep. and his caddy they they showed numerous times the highlight of him playing down i think it was in dallas or fort worth or whatever tournament that was kevin pulled out a hybrid his caddy's telling him oh my god what the hell's wrong with you man <laughs> are you just are you dumb and kevin's like no man shove it and you know <laughs> he got away with a lucky shot but like that's the that's that's the kind of dynamic that you never see really on cbs nbc when they do the tournaments because they they have other things going right yeah. so that gets gets me back to my point like hey if I'm, I'm the consumer and i'm saying to myself man i i would pay 50 bucks to watch that with some buddies and yeah. and you know, we hell, we could sit around the couch, drink all day, get some pizza, and make bets on each hole. You know, like that would be sweet. Now that now you're talking. So like, there's I think, depending on how again it's structured, if it's driven by corporate America media, the the networks, then yeah, you you know what you're gonna get. You know what you're gonna get. All right, before we get at it, before we take a break, rather, mm-hmm. who you got for the British Open? It's at uh, Carnoustie. 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 Can you see when the last time it was played in Carnoustie? I feel like that was. Because you got Stuart Sink. Don't get me even started on Stuart Sink. He's my long shot. Honestly, man, if you just be just in terms of skill sets and who I think, you know, you could get your best bang for your buck and still get like a DJ kind of esque player, Mm -hmm. I just can never not stop looking at John Rob. The guy can bomb it. Sure. He but, can light it up, uh, you know, approaching the green. He can so, stick it. He, so, uh, so he just gets all angry of, all the time. Well, and that's, you know, it's the, the spinning Spaniard, right? I mean, yes. he is, he's got that fiery personality. Um, but the British Open is, is not catered to bombing and sticking. It's, that's not what that, that course is designed to do. You got about it. The, you you always know every year you're going to have a day and a half or two days where the weather and the elements are just going to they're going to beat you. They already won. You just need to know, like you need to lose less if that makes sense. How do you manage the weather? So who can do it? Who can fly the ball low? Who can who can chip and run with the best of them? Who can? Because it's going to be like, all right, you're going to be having a 35 mile gale force wind with rain pelting down on you from 155 yards, and you got to decide. I got to hit a six iron, three quarter punch, run it up to the green, let it trickle out 25 yards. Is John Rom capable of doing that? Probably. He wouldn't be on the tour if he didn't. But he loses his head a lot. So if that if those shots don't go his way. You need like you need just a, a a guy who's just he's not flashy, so he's not he's not going to impress you off the tee. You know, from the big names, I don't think Rory's there. I don't think Ricky's there. Jordan, he's who knows where his head's at. He's been playing terrible lately. Yeah, you know, DJ, great. Yeah, I don't know if he's got the short game, and I think we saw that in the last day or two at the U.S. Open. Well, he won those back-to-back events, right? Like, sure. And since then, I don't have. Have we seen him play yet? I think he's only played uh, in the Euro. Hell, I don't even know. I mean, Euro you, tour. Has he? Did he go over there and play in that like 
Scottish Open yeah, or something. Is that what I they're kind of I think he might have played doing? in either the Scottish or. Um, I mean, what do you? I I always I always default to guys like you know the no name field fellas, and I'm trying to think. I don't know. I would like like a legacy guy to win. Like you who? Know, Ernie Els. Ryan Palmer. God no. <laughs> All right. No, he's not due for I one. I think that's enough golf. We are going to take a break, and then we'll be right back for a little bit of football talk. So don't go anywhere. Hut, hut, hike. Welcome back. Thank you. To the Balls, Buckets, and Bull podcast. Mm. A little less staticky now. I don't know. Who knows, man? Technology is a weird thing. What happened to your, maybe it's your energy. Mm, my aura? Yes. Mm. Way less staticky. I think we, uh, I mean, I guess we should tell him we uh, did a little bump in. Maybe that. Could have done it. Drop the energy. Sure to. Okay, so we are back. Wow, sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, let's talk some football. Uh, so all kinds of shit going on right now. Uh, like what? Well, <laughs> I mean, plenty of moves in the off season week, but like, for me, there's a bunch of um things we could talk about. We could talk about. Are you a Texans fan? Like, what's your NFL team? The Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, they just need to bring Jimmy Johnson back. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, no, the uh, the Cowboys. Do they even win the division this year? No, hell no. I think they're actually gonna have a losing season. But Tom Brady potentially retiring is a pretty interesting topic. Um, obviously, we have this whole Lashawn McCoy uh, domestic abuse. Um, have you heard the details around some of this? Have you seen? I mean, I saw the Instagram post and it looked brutal. Was it? I didn't see the. I didn't see the photo. I think I just saw some quotes. It's it's bad. It does not look good. Like and the it, scenario. Do, are you familiar with how it like what they're what they're saying from the how the the robbery, the break in, all that? Have you seen how that was displayed or communicated? I mean, did they? Did you see? That this guy came in, no forced entry into this house, like came up to her, I guess her, another one of her friends was also in the house, and demanded said jewelry from her. Yep. Like specific stuff, right? Like if I'm coming up to you and saying, Joey, give me your Mustang. Like, give me the Mustang, right? Um... Sure, it's like, so how does that person know what jewelry this individual has? And from information from LaShawn, some of the stuff that's come out, I guess, yeah, he gave her a lot of nice things, and he's wanting them back. Sounds like it. So it's definitely fishy. Does LaShawn have probable, like, deniability? I mean, I haven't spoken to this girl in months. That's what he says. But she's still living in your house in Georgia? Like, I I don't know. I guess he was trying to evict her, too. She wouldn't leave. I don't know. You know, it's just... Suspicious. There's something strange going on. Something strange. Man, how and why does this stuff always keep happening, right? I mean, it's... I don't mean to have one guy paint a broad brushstroke, but these talented players, man... They just seem to keep getting themselves into sticky situations. Well, and I think I think this kind of just is going to make the NFL look even worse because you got you got guys like Josh Gordon who's like fighting for his career because mm-hmm. of weed. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then you have stuff like this happen, and mm-hmm. your first uh, your first offense is only a six game suspension. Mm-hmm. It's uh, we're not interested. No matter who you talk to, we're interested in these guys just being monsters on the field. That's what gets them money. That's what gets them paid. So. At what point do you think they're going to turn off the light switch when they go home at night? These guys beat the shit out of each other 10 hours a day in the weight room to get and yell that it's an intense sport. It is. And so, you know, there, there are these people that we've idolized on the field for that. What do you think is going to translate to it off the field? And I'm not saying that they they can't control their emotions and their thoughts and their choices, right? But it just seems like, man, this is an odd situation again with LaShawn, given that this estranged woman, girlfriend, whatever you want to call her, has been living in his house in Georgia without him there for, I don't know, six months to a year. He's given her money. He's given her clothes, jewelry, whatever she probably wanted. And he said, enough's enough. She doesn't think so. She's just, you know, squatters rights there. And all of a sudden, you got this guy who break in, enter, robs him, no forced entry, goes after her, calling out specific items of jewelry to give back. Huh. You don't think maybe there was an inside job there a little bit? I think so. Well, it's definitely a little suspicious. It's just it, and you know, going back to what you said about how these guys beat the crap out of each other for ten hours a day. Does it is it just my bias from how many events have happened lately in the NFL, or does this really only seem to happen with football players more than any other sport? Yeah, um, it sure does because of I mean the limelight. You know, they're they're. I think it's it's a well documented, well covered aspect of what they're doing. Yep. You know, and it, and it shies away from what some of those guys are trying to do off the field when it comes to, you know, political movements. And you know what? More times than not, you're going to see the typical fan say, oh, here we go again. Another guy, asshole, guns, drugs, beating his woman, yada, yada, yada. Like, man, I... It almost feels like sometimes it, it they've got a hard way to go getting out of their own way. It's just it's tough. So before we get out of here, just to end on a little lighter note. Yeah, go Browns. They're going uh wild card this year. Um what what's one thing you're uh very interested to see in with this upcoming NFL season? Um, I mean, through and through I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. And I've I've voiced that Cleveland sports fan. This is making uh, so much sense now. Yeah, I know. I mean, misery 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 so the last time the browns like went to the playoffs 2002 i think it was and it was like kelly holcomb was at the helm you know took him into pittsburgh on the wild card blew a big lead typical tip i mean right there not surprising you know i, I the nfl i just i just hope people stop getting hurt all the stars i mean that's what i i play fantasy football like the average Joe. And you lose your your top guys. 
Like I, I at some point last year, I was like, eh. like now I got to go dig on the waiver wires from some obscure guy, yada yada yada. And I don't want like fantasy sports to dictate my watching or my viewing patterns. But I don't know. I mean, there's not much else you can do if you're a Browns fan other than root for your fantasy players, right? It's always it's always the potential. It's the potential. Last year, you know, they started the season four and zero in the preseason. That's part of the season, though. Okay. So okay. You know, a lot of hope, a lot of hope, a lot of false hope. All I right. Mean, we can talk about Browns football. No, we're not. As much as we need to. But we're not going to because no one wants to talk Browns. All right. That was Adam Grafcheck, one of my good friends, clapping for himself. Uh, make sure to follow us on iTunes at the BBB Podcast, on Twitter at the BBB Pod. Enjoy the British Open. That'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And. Make sure to leave uh, a five-star review. Uh, Till then, see you later, folks.